Hello world! Welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you by Dye Tin Barbershop. It's a barbershop in Bushwick, Brooklyn. They'll cut your hair and make you look sexy. Like me. Maybe even more sexy. Anyways, last we heard from them, all million-plus Israelites were wandering around in the fucking desert and getting to the cusp of dying of dehydration and or murdering Moses. Exodus 19. So, now it had been two months since the Israelites left Egypt. They'd been to the desert of Shur and the desert of Sin, and now they're in the desert of Sinai. Those three deserts are all the same desert, by the way. Sin and Sinai are anyways. I can't get any real answers on where the desert of Shur was or is. Anyways, they arrived at a mountain and decided to camp at the base of it. God went and made his own camp on top of it because God was a physical being who needed a place to hang out. God summoned Moses up to the mountain and told him, Tell the Israelites, you've seen how amazing I am and how I so flawlessly led you out of Egypt to be with me out here in the desert. Just you and I, babes. You and I against the world. Well, as long as you obey every single rule I have, and I will have plenty, (laughs) you'll be my favorites. Moses told the elders this, and they replied in unison, apparently. We will do every single thing God says, even if it's totally stupid. Moses told God what was up, and God said, Cool, I'm going to turn myself into a cloud again, so everyone will hear me speak, but I'll be a cloud, and they'll know to always trust you. Now go have everyone get ready for me to come down the mountain in cloud form. Make sure everybody goes and washes their clothes, because I don't want to smell their nasty B.O.s. When I come down, make sure nobody comes near the mountain. If they do, kill them. Either throw rocks at them until they die, or shoot them with arrows. Don't touch them with your bare hands, though. Once someone blows a ram horn, then everyone can come through. Moses went down and told everyone this shit, and added that they shouldn't fuck, which you might remember God not saying or even hinting at. Well, people washed their clothes, and God came down that mountain dressed as a cloud to say hello. A ram's horn blew, and the mountain started shaking, then God apparently got a little shy called for Moses and told him, and this is very confusing, go down and warn people not to force their way to see the Lord, who was me. I don't even care if they're a priest. If they're not all ready and cleaned and whatever the hell consecrated means, if they come to the Lord, who is me, the Lord will kill them. I, I will kill them. Go grab Aaron and bring him up. But nobody else can see the Lord, who is me. Or the Lord will break out against them. That he will. Him being me. So Moses went and told them. Exodus 20. Commandment 1. I am the Lord your God, and I brought you out of slavery, eventually. Therefore, you can't have any gods before me. There are totally a bunch of other gods, and I suppose you can fuck with them too, but I need to be number one. Commandment 2. Don't try to make any kind of statue or painting or anything heavenly or in the waters below. This is kind of funny. I never noticed this before. These guys really saw the ocean creatures as part of the spiritual world, as it would seem. Anyways, don't try to make anything that resembles water stuff or heaven stuff. And definitely don't bow down to these things. I I just get so jealous. I get so fucking jealous. And if you hurt my feelings, I will be punishing your bloodline for three or four fucking generations. You get that? If you build a fucking fish statue and bow down before it, I will punish your fucking great-grandchildren. But if you keep me happy, 
I'll be nice to your bloodline for a thousand generations. Unless any of them piss me off, of course. Commandment three. Don't misuse my name. My name is, well, I'm not going to tell you. But if you do know it, don't misuse it. I'm going to leave that vague so you can argue about what it means for thousands of years. Commandment four. Don't do any work on Saturdays. Work six days and take a day off just to hang out with me. Nobody can do any work. Not you, not your slaves, not your animals, not any foreigner in your town. Because I rested on Saturday after making the world. You have to now too. Commandment five. Honor your father and your mother. Do it so you can live a long life in the new country I'll let you guys live in every now and again. Commandment six. Don't murder. Unless, of course, I tell you to. Which I most definitely will. I can murder freely, but you can't. Unless I say you should. Commandment seven. Don't cheat on your spouse. Commandment eight. Don't steal stuff. Commandment nine. Don't give false testimony about your neighbor. I suppose you shouldn't give false testimony in general, but definitely don't do it about other people, or at least people who live by you. Commandment 10. Don't wish you had things that don't belong to you. Don't wish you had your neighbor's house or wife or male slave or female slave or ox or donkey or whatever. While this was going on, a loud horn blast was drowning God's voice out to the crowd, so he yelled at Moses, Hey, come tell us what's going on. But don't let God talk to us, because he might just randomly kill us for no reason. Moses told him not to worry, but also to be super worried. God told Moses, Tell the Israelites not to make any other gods, not out of gold or silver, because you know how jealous I get. Tell them to make an altar out of earth, dirt, I guess, and murder poor innocent animals and set them on fire. Do this whenever I decide it's time to honor myself. And if you make an altar out of stones, don't use nice-looking stones, and don't use steps to approach my altar, because your dick and balls might fall out, and I don't want that. I'm not joking, by the way, that's actually in there. Exodus 21. Well, after making the original Ten Commandments, and then just a few more about the altar, God decided to just go nuts. If you buy a Hebrew slave, he can only serve you for six years, and go free on the seventh. If he has a wife when you bought him, she can go free too. But if you gave him his wife, and they had kids together, the wife and kids still belong to you. But the man has to go free. Unless the slave wants to stay with you, then take him in front of the judges and pierce his ear, and he'll be a slave for life. This is the kind of stuff that you go over immediately upon freeing a group of people from slavery. It's the rules for their slaves, and how they should uh, treat them. If a man sells his daughter into slavery, she doesn't get that seven-year thing. If she doesn't please her slave master... He must allow her to redeem herself. He can't sell her to a foreigner. If he got her for his son, he has to treat her like a daughter. And if he decides to get married, he can't refuse to feed her clothes or fuck his slave. If he doesn't do this, she's free to go. Anyone who kills someone is to be killed themselves. Unless it was an accident, then they just have to go somewhere else. Premeditated murder gets you sacrificed on the altar to me. Anyone who kills their parents gets killed, which would fall under the earlier rule, but yes. Anyone who kidnaps someone gets killed. It doesn't even matter if they've sold that person into slavery yet. Anyone who curses their parents gets killed, which is oof, bad for any teenager out there. 
If there's a fight and one person hits the other person with a rock or tool and the victim doesn't die but is confined to bed, the person responsible won't be held liable if the other guy gets up and is able to walk with a stick. But of course, he has to pay the guy for damages. Oh, yes. And this one. Anyone who beats their slave with a rod must be punished if the slave dies. But if the slave recovers after a day or two, then no punishment because the slave is their property. Exodus 21-22 If a fight results in a pregnant woman miscarrying, but no serious injury, the offender must be fined whatever the husband demands and the court allows. But other than the miscarriage, which we don't care about because God doesn't consider a fetus a human life, everything else will be paid back directly. A bruise for a bruise, a tooth for a tooth, etc. If you hit your slave in the eye, you have to allow them to go take care of their eye. If you knock out their teeth, they get to go free. If a bull gores someone, throw rocks at it until it dies, and do not eat it afterwards. The owner will not be held responsible unless, of course, this bull is known for doing some shit like this, as all bulls are, and the owner doesn't keep it penned up properly. Then he dies. Unless the bull kills a slave, then you gotta pay the owner 30 shekels. If you dig a hole and a donkey falls in that hole, you gotta pay for that donkey. If your bull kills someone else's bull, you gotta sell your bull and split the money with the other guy, unless you're an irresponsible bull owner, in which case you gotta give your bull to the guy and take the dead one in exchange. And that is where I leave you. The first 27 commandments. More to come. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with more of this shit.